0: Enter the mind of your favourite artists, DJs and producers and find out how their mindsets made them who they are today. Music and Mindsets with Sunil
1: Mack. Behind every successful person, there's there's a mindset that you need. Um, And I really want to try and get that out to the community. It takes a mindset to get where you want to, but also these people that we all look up to in society, they also face their own stuff. And it's important not to give up when you face these challenges because, you know, people, people look from the outside and think, oh, my God, like, and I, I interviewed um, Juggie D last, last week and he was saying the same thing, that people see from the outside that it all looks great, but, you know, behind the scenes, is sometimes it's not that easy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, I think the the entertainment industry itself just portrays this uh, this lifestyle which is, kind of perfect you know um <clears throat> and you know people just see what they what they really see you know and people and to be honest it is a lot to do with with the artist or the people in the industry as well because they really put out what people what they want to put out they don't you know uh it's very um it's very rare that you you see an artist or an actor or, or anyone really kind of talk about the downside of what's going through in their day or you know um, or, or their struggles and stuff like that I mean I think it's talked about when the question is asked but it's not really it's you know like an artist you know we could be having a really bad day but still we'll you know and i'm i you know i I do that you know like if I'm not having a hundred percent of a day or things aren't going completely right, I might put a picture up of me in the studio or just the studio or me working, but then you know I guess it's different for um for for everyone um i've always i've always seen that the industry i think it's a it's a personal thing as well like you i've always as much as that yeah, I love music and it's something which you know, is, is I've done from, you know, the beginning, but I've, I see it as a job, it is my nine to five. Um, Even to the point where, you know, I don't really work nights, if I don't have to, because I think I have that discipline of, if I was working a proper nine to five job, I wouldn't be in the studio at one o'clock in the morning. You know, um, and it goes for when people say, oh, we need this song tomorrow. And I'm like, well, tomorrow's Sunday and I really don't work Sundays. You know, it's you have to have that mindset. And I think you have to be very disciplined um, in the fact that you uh, if you if you I look at I, I do look at, you know, me being a music producer as that's my job. You know, and with the job does come, you know, um, whether it's sometimes personal issues, financial issues, you know, uh, issues you got to deal with, with, you know, clients or, you know, other people you're working with. Um, and it's all about how you handle it. You know, um, lucky enough, I've I've been through a situation where I've always kept my head strong, but I have seen, you know, people around me really, really get sucked into the whole, uh, you know, the industry the the whole star the stardom of it you know because you know uh it's it i think there's a lot of pressure on people to portray that you might have a number one record um in whichever chart but you might not have the bank balance to kind of show that and i think that's where it really can mess with your head you know because you people people i think it's a weird thing um one thing that's always been said, you know, it, it, to people in the industry, the first thing is people like if you say, "Oh, I'm in the music industry," and then people just like, "Oh, you must be a millionaire." Yeah, yeah,
1: they automatically assume you know, that, don't they? Because they just assume. The life that, lifestyle looks and,
0: like that. Yeah, it looks like that, and it's you know, and honestly, so pe- some people uh, being in the industry is is a lot harder than people, you know, people think because. You know, your earnings are from streams and, you know, royalties and, you know, and that is really cut down to the point, point zero point percent that you get. And, um you know, it's uh it's it's one of the things where if you don't let if you don't try and portray that you are bigger than what you are and you just kind of keep your head down and be humble, then I think, you know, it's it's a case of this. You just you just treat this as a as a job that you love. You know, it's something that you love.
1: Just so so on that, I mean, I remember watching um, a video of Akon talking about Eminem, and he said the same thing about him, like he he treats it as a nine-to-five job. Once he's finished for the day, he goes away and he won't work into the early hours or all that kind of things. And that's, I guess, about respecting your real life outside of your musical life as well.
0: Yeah, I think what it is is... um I think you just need to kind of get the balance. You know, there's no harm in, you know, spending the day just doing normal stuff, you know, whether it's reading or whether it's just catching up with friends or whether it's going for a coffee or whether it's just studying and then working when you need to work. You know, some people's hours are kind of, you know, they get into the studio at 6, 7 in the evening and they they walk out at 6, 7 in the morning, which I think it's it's fine. Where I've always been like, it's... It's really not good for, for, especially for me, for my creativities. I get up every day at six, seven in the morning. You know, I rarely get up very late than that. And even if I do, it's because I've probably just gone to sleep. But even if I've gone to sleep late, I get up, I've been, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm trained to be up, at, you know, a very early time, I have this routine, um, you know, I make sure I have my breakfast and I'm in the studio by 10. You know, I might not start work till about 1, 2 in the afternoon because I might be watching tutorials or, you know, uh, messing around with some new plugins or some sounds and or just catching up with the business side of everything. And then when I get down to work, I work until I kind of feel, okay, that's it now. I'm not going to push myself. And, um, you know, there has been times when, you know, I've had to accommodate of obviously working at night. I've been through. I mean, I do work at night, but if I have to, uh, but I make sure then I, I even if I'm up early, I, I, I plan that actually, you know what, I'm going to take it easy until I work, and it's um, it's it's it is it, for me sometimes it is a growing concern because I see a lot of the younger lot just thinking that if you do work like 18 20 hours a day that's what you got to do my thing is that you got to work and the hours you work you got to be productive you know um and that that for me is very important because you could get your job done with 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 the amount of kind of balance in your life and good rest you could get the same job done in a few hours that you could in 10 hours you know if your mind is is your mind is balanced and focused and um It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I've, I've been working in the industry since I was 16, 17. So, you know, I've kind of lived through all the hours that you can work and what works for you, what works. And, you know, I guess when I was younger, I was all, because I was living at home, I was all about, I want to be out. You know, I want to be out and I was in the studio where now, you know, um, you know, with my studio being at home, I love the fact that it's at home because I have this great home work balance. And then when I'm, when I do want to step out, I can just step out and actually go out and do things like just go for, you know, drinks or dinner or, you know, to the cinema. Obviously it's been four months since I've stepped out because of lockdown. Um, but you know, again, it's, it, it's, it's just about that work work-life balance is really important
1: you know. You mentioned something earlier as well which I think is so important and that's about kind of living up especially for artists living up to the kind of expectations that people have of them they expect them to live this glamorous lifestyle or have it looks from the outside that they've got all their things together like you know they're so confident they're so outgoing everything's good they're surrounded by wonderful people all the time and that expectation must take a real impact on your mental health because if, even if you're not a music artist because you know a lot of people who who listen to this podcast they'll be doing different things in different industries but the whole principle of living up to expectations is such a detrimental thing for you isn't it to like constantly be under pressure to think okay who needs to see me doing the right thing all the time yeah that must be a real tough thing not just for the music industry but obviously for people in general
0: yeah i think you know um it's it's definitely played a, a, you know it all depends on your personality i believe that you know if if you work um to the best ability you can work and you you know you showcase what you really have in life you know that's the thing i think it's all about kind of being real you know um i i've always just very much um you know and it's probably, you know, I, I don't think it's a lot of people have an ego or something, but I think if you if you want to, um, you know, if you want to show people that, you know, this is what I can achieve from hard work, I think that's a good way of putting it. Like, yes, I've worked so hard and then I can go out and buy this or buy that, you know, musicians or especially music producers, like, you know, when our our version, well, my version of going out and buying diamonds is actually no it's actually buying plugins and buying new you know a new a new thing for my you know for my studio and that's and that's my way of kind of giving myself that pat on the back and say okay you know what you've worked for this go and do what you need to do um but yeah i mean i have seen there's a lot of expectations on on different kinds of artists that they have to portray some sort of lifestyle you know um to go with their music videos, you know, like it's, it's, it's a weird thing because, you know, when, you know, and I've, I've, I've been a victim to that as well, but I guess, you know, people, when they do videos, they, they, you know, they get all the fancy cars and stuff like that, but they don't really have that in real life or, you know, and that mentally can play on you as well. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird one because it, it all depends on how much you, you know, you take yourself kind of seriously in the industry as well as, as well as your, your work. And I think it all, you know, it all depends on your work. Um, for me, I've been around so many different artists and I've seen artists that have, they, they just want to live up to what, you know, the public see them as, and that sometimes can destroy it. You know, I've seen artists really kind of go through a very dark, you know, dark kind of patch because, um, it, it, their, their life is, is, is unbalanced, you know, it's a very unbalanced kind of life where, um, where some artists have just got it very much focused, you know, it's like, this is my work. And like you said, it's, it's, it's discipline, you know, it is all about discipline. And, um, um, and, you know, in this industry, you always strive to kind of do better than what you've done, you know, um, uh, but in the sense where you just keep on working, you work, you work, yeah, you might have had success, but now you want to kind of try something else or, you know, and I think it's all about channeling, challenging your, uh, challenging, sorry, your, um, your mind into being focused. And I think that's so important. You know, I think it's very important to be very focused in for yourself, you know, um, to really kind of, um be balanced you know and 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 at times when you do go through you know that patch of but things aren't working out or you know your music isn't really kind of going where you want to go then i've had i've always said this to people because i truly believe it works for me is just stop you know is is for me the best thing to do i mean especially through this lockdown you know as a creative person i love to kind of socialize you know meet friends and go out and you know um listen to music and step out of the house i haven't been able to do that um so when i do feel like i don't feel like working i don't feel guilty about that i just feel i'm i'm actually just wasting my own time if i try to work so i don't work you know i just i just kind of just chill and i just watch programs I want to watch, eat what I want to eat, you know, make feel good, you know, make do things that are going to make me feel good. And then in a day or two, or sometimes three days, I'm back in the studio. And that is something which you have to train your mind to, to say that don't feel guilty about not being inspired, or, you know, or what's going over, or what's going on, because you can't be constantly working, working, working. Um, and not face everyone, every single person has a down day, you know, it's, it's just human. It's just human nature. You know, it's just about how you kind of, how you play and, you know, some, and that's what leads to unfortunately, you know, depression and things like that. And, you know, people take to different, uh, avenues, whether it's drugs or whether it's alcohol, you know, to kind of, uh, to forget the trouble. Um, where I actually just love ordering a pizza and watching, you know, CSI and stuff like that, you know, that's my kind of drug. That's your
1: your go-to. It's so important. The point you raise, because, you know, for, for everyone in every walk of life, everybody faces stress. It's not one of those things where someone's life is better than yours, or they're not going through things. Everybody's going to go through things at some point in their life. That's a guarantee the only difference really is is how you cope with that, is how you get through it, not, mm. not what you go through. And, you know, some people unfortunately do turn to things like drugs and alcohol or, or bad ways of coping because they want to feel different and they don't know how to. Did it take you a while to get to that point where you're like, okay, I know what works for me because I know I'm going to go through things? Because I think there's a there's a lot of acceptance around the fact that, you know, you don't want to go through pain in your life, but there's an acceptance when you get to the point of, Okay, it is gonna happen, but how am I gonna get through this? Did it take you a while to kind of get to that point in your own life where it's like, I know I'm gonna go through this, but how am I gonna get through it?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, it's it's something which you have it's it's a tried and testing kind of thing that you have to see like I said, what works for you. You know, I've been through such a roller coaster um in my life not just because of being a music producer but having all the other things that go with that you know my personal life and um you know being married and then being divorced and then moving countries twice and starting again in India and i would be lying if I if I was saying that it was it was fine I just got through it because it was very tough but it was the friends you know especially my family my mom that really kind of got me got me to a place where I could I could think again you know literally I was you know a pro, a pro, you know uh, kind of getting to a stage where I moved back to my mum's house just because um you know after everything that was going on I had stopped work for I said I'm not going to do any music for a while and I even said to my mum I said look I can uh, you know I can stay in a hotel But the reason why I'm staying here, one, because it's home and secondly, because this is where I can find the most peace, you know, and, and I literally did, I literally kind of rebuilt myself, recharged, um, didn't do anything. Literally, you know, you feel it's, it's, I don't know what it is, especially for me who's someone who's. I've, I, you know, I've, I have lived by myself. I've moved out, you know, from my mum's house quite early. Um, when you go back home, there's this sense of kind of, okay, you not a rebirth, but it's kind of like, you know, all right, you know, you've been through everything, but now you don't, you feel like nothing can really harm you when you're at home, you know, with, with, with your family. And I think, you know, I totally accepted that. I was like, this is what I need to do. Um, because I had so many things going on that were just not sinking in my life. And then I kind of made that step to really just get up and say, okay, I'm moving to India. I'm moving to Mumbai. Um, I'm going to go to a place where I can literally start again, you know, by myself. And, you know, slowly, slowly, I kind of just found my way, found myself again. I think that that line, when you find yourself is so important, you know, because when they say that, it's so true. You really have to dig very deep to find yourself again, to find the person that, you know, that made people smile or brought that kind of sparkle in, in people's eyes when you talk and, you know, and four years later, it's been such a crazy journey in Mumbai because, you know, uh, the one thing I never let, I never let kind of things suffer was my brand. You know, I kind of made sure that I didn't do anything that was harming to all the hard work I'd put into my music and everything like that. And the best thing was to kind of re- remove myself because in this industry as well, you people say that they they have two. There's two people. There's your artist and there's you. You know, they might be a Rishi Rich, but I might be just Rish or Rishbal.
1: Yeah, you know, it's yeah. that,
0: and um, you have to separate that, you know. And I've never looked at myself as Rishi Rich. That's just the name that comes with my music. It's just the brand. Um, it's because I've never been that kind of you know, person who's, you know, I'm a very shy kind of person where I don't, I I wouldn't even know how to be in front of the, in in front of the camera too long and be up in in the music videos. And that's just not my personality, you know, so I've kept it very true. So I'm, I can very, I can easily separate from the whole Rishi Rich thing, because I know that's, that's the brand that goes behind my music. Um, if my music starts suffering, that's when the problem is, you know, that's where the problem comes. And, um, or if my attitude changes and that's when I've, I've learned, um, to step away, I've literally learned, I know exactly if I, if I know that I'm going to be going through something, I know that, you know, I'm better off just being by myself and just being in, you know, I'm a true Cancerian at at that as well, where I just kind of go into my own kind of shell and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to just, you know, zone out and zen out for a little while.
1: You, you mentioned finding yourself and that's such a huge part because the majority, the vast majority of people that I work with say the same thing to me, which is I feel like I've lost myself. Like they come to They come to me at that point where they feel like I don't know who I am anymore and I feel like I've lost touch with who, what makes me me. And that's a real dark period of people's time where, you just don't know who you are and you're trying to find it. And, and, you know, you mentioned there, that like, you, you moved back home and you managed to find yourself again, but do you remember like how bad it got for you and how, what were the steps like to get back to finding yourself? Because, you know, we, we talk about finding yourself and people agree that they need to find themselves, but they, they think that this is huge challenge or that they're supposed to wake up one day and everything's going to be fixed in their mind. And it doesn't work like that. It's a Sometimes it's a very slow process. How was how it for you getting to the point where you felt like I need to find myself again, dealing with those kind of really down days and dark moments in your life?
0: Mm. Um, it's, it, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I remember that period really well. I mean, it, it's, it's a, you know, I surrounded myself with a lot of close people in terms of my family and my very close friends. And, you know, I didn't really discuss work. I didn't discuss anything. It's kind of like I went back to kind of being at school. You know, when I was at school, when I was living in Harrow, it was it was a case of um, I, just, um, I just really thought about everything that's happened in my life. And, you know, and I thought that there has to be a change. I have to do something which is going to, you know ignite a spark in me or get me kind of um just my mind because my mind is so active that at that point where I just you know I was I was a bit confused and I was like okay I don't know what to do and I think the opportunity and I you know I'm so such a believer that things happen for at the right time for good people for you know if you're honest if you're clean you know and this opportunity for me to come to India was an opportunity where it just really was there and I I I made it work. I literally got up and I said, okay, I'm going. I made it work. And, you know, I, I'm i the kind of person who would, I don't think 10 years ago, I probably would have never just got up and stayed at someone's house who I don't really know. You know, I'm very much a private person. But I was like, if this is what it's going to take for me to kind of get started, then I'm just going to do whatever it takes. Uh, because the thing is that also, I have to also look at that I've I've been successful. I've I've done it you know i've done what i need to do you know i've done i've done some great things in my career there's no reason why i can't do it again you know um you know and it's 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 one of those things where if you build a car and then you know then you have all the parts in front of you years later for another car you're not just going to you're not going to just like give up because you know you've built a car
1: yeah, yeah. you know you've built a you've super
0: a supercar you know I mean, so you're going to, you're going to take a step back and say, okay, well, I'm going to maybe approach this a bit differently. Um, because, and that's the one thing where people, I think you need to have that self belief and confidence in yourself. You know, that's really important because I've always, I've never, I, I never stopped believing. Like I'm very much like, I know I can do this. Um, even when people say, I'm not sure if, if this will work and I'm talking like on a musical and I'm like, nope, I, I want to try it. You know, I want to do it because I've done it before. You know, I've I've done it before, so I know it's going to work. Um, and, you know, and that's, that's the reason why, like, when I moved to India, I knew that it would take me a little while, but I know I'll be fine because I did the same thing when I moved to America, you know. Um, so there was two different kind of paths going on in my life. One was sorting myself out as a person, and one was kind of like, okay, reintroducing myself to people as what I do and who I am, you know, and that took a lot, uh, that was, to be honest, it was was so much fun, you know, like I could have easily, if I was a different kind of person, I might have, you know, I might have seen it as a very dark thing, like, going in, into offices again and playing my music to people and people are oh, we remember you you did Hamdum, or you know that was that like, 10 years ago and I'm like yeah that's cool but this is what I'm doing now you know and I I had a lot of fun with that because I kind of confused a lot of people and people are okay because I believed in the music I was playing you know and that's another thing what I did I really um I took some time out to really work on my music you know, to really channel everything that was going on inside into my music, you know, and I'd met some great people. There was, you know, obviously Moitsuri, Yashnavikar. you know, um, you know, all these people that I was meeting, they were just, and it was probably months, probably a year later that I realized what was going on, you know. And also a big thing I would say as well is, and it's something which I didn't realize I was doing until I did it, was when you're going through something, the best thing you can do is help another person that's going through something, you know, it was so strange. Like when I was going through, you know, when I moved to India, you know, four years ago, and when I was going through so much kind of pain and, you know, heartbreak, but yet kind of, you know, wasn't sure what was going on. I was somehow meeting people and helping them through their problems. Like, uh, because I, I enjoy talking to people and people somehow enjoy kind of, Talk sitting with me and talking to me about things, and through kind of healing people, I kind of healed myself.
1: Right, right. That's you such know? a powerful thing, it is. isn't it, to give to someone else? Because you learn so much about yourself through other people, sometimes through conversations. And yeah. you know, it's a, such a cliche, but like sharing problems and a problem problem half. It's a problem. A problem shared is a problem half, and all that kind it's of so stuff. It's so true
0: mm. because if you think about it, if you're going through um things in your life, you can't sit in front of the mirror and talk to yourself and say you know what actually i think you should do this or don't worry about it you can't but if you're talking to someone it's kind of this it's kind of reflecting back to you what you're saying but you don't see it as you're talking to someone and you might even be talking about your own problems because they might be going through the same problems but really it's kind of it's this reflection that's coming back it's hitting you as well so in in the same uh, process of healing someone, you're kind of, you're self-healing as well. You
1: can you know? take so much. I mean, I always say to, you know, like I say, the people I work with, I often have a conversation with them, leave a session thinking, actually, I need to apply that to my own life, just as much as I've given exactly. out information right now. Um, that's, that was for me just as much as it was for them. And yeah, the whole thing about talking, you know, mental health, yes, go see professionals, go see coaches, counselors, whatever. But you mentioned some really powerful things there, surrounding yourself with the right people and being open enough to talk about what you're facing. Because one thing for sure is bottling things up or just thinking um, I can handle it or I'll push it away and pretend it's not there. That's a guaranteed way to fail at life, isn't it? It's a guaranteed way of not getting to the point where you need to get to.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I, you know, I, I did go through a lot a stage I think, you know, when I felt like I just didn't want to talk to anyone, and that's I think different to wanting to talk yeah. or bottling things up. Yeah. Because I just felt like different. when the right like when the right time comes, I will talk. Because um, proce- there's the
1: moment I, of processing, isn't there, where you don't talk because yeah, you need to kind of get your head around what you want to say.
0: Yeah. And I think being a, you know, a heavy kind of thinker, and, you know, I like to kind of problem solve and work things out in my head. Sometimes I've, I I have learned now to kind of, if things, if something's happened, and I want to, I want, I don't know what to do, I will talk about it to someone. I will, I will talk because it's always good. And, you know, more than likely, it's always been my mum. you know, I'll just pick up the phone and say, you know, I need your advice. What do you think? Shall I do this? Or this is what I'm feeling. Or it could be just a case of, I don't want an answer, but I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. And indirectly, I might get a a solution, but in a different way, especially if it is with, you know, your best friend or your brother, sister, or your mother, you know, your father, whatever. Um, It's it's always good to kind of even just have a one-way conversation with someone, because even letting it out, and not expecting any sort of you know answer or solution back is just good enough because you've actually just got it out um and you you figure out the problem anyway you know um but you know it's it's it, it's and there's no shame in in being that person that does go out and get help and counseling and stuff because that's what people are for you know that's i see counseling very similar to artist development you know if an artist comes to me and says look I, you know, I just, I know I can sing, but I don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? So can I, can I spend some time with you and can you, Just, you know, can you help me or tell me what I need to do or, you know, how should I kind of approach this or this song? It's very much a counselling kind of thing because you say, okay, you sit the artist down, you say, okay, I think you should do this or talk to me. What do you want to do? Where do you, where do you see your career going? You know, and I've been indirectly, like I've sat with so many artists that I've developed and launched that technically I'm kind of counselling them to be an artist. Right, right.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. So, that's it, amazing. so you're already yeah. a natural born, natural bond counselor through what you do. And that's
0: Yeah. I and mean, that's going back to obviously, you know, like how I enjoy talking to people because I think I spent so, so many years like developing artists and guiding artists and molding them and telling them Match, you sing this way or why don't you try this or maybe this won't work for you or, you know, let's have, it's, it is kind of like guide, you know, you're always guiding and it's, um, so I've just seen that, you know, it's 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 professional help. You know, it's one of those things. I've done the same thing when I moved to America and I lived with Teddy Riley. I was literally on his case saying, okay, can you, you know, I don't know how to, you know, my mix isn't sounding right. Can you help me? And he'll sit with me and say, look, maybe you should do this. That for me is, he's actually kind of, not counseling, but he's developing, he's telling me like what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right. Maybe I should try that if you apply that same thing to life you know it's is quite similar you know
1: definitely there's the there, i think the thing with life is you know whatever whatever anyone's going through it's probably not unique in terms of someone's probably gone through it before at some stage in human history so the information to overcome it is there and sometimes you need that bit of inspiration guidance mentorship whatever it might be but there's definitely no shame in reaching out or leaning on people who have more experience or more knowledge to get you to where you need to get to?
0: Yeah, there's no shame. I think it's very, very natural to talk to people, um, sometimes strangers, sometimes people you might not know that well. You know, that sometimes always helps as well because people see that from a very fresh perspective. You know, when someone meets you, they don't really know too much about you, but they listen to it from a straight kind of blank page you know it's a blank canvas they don't know you they'll just tell you exactly what and i've done that before and you know i've talked to people that i don't really know that much and given advice and um i think it's very important to um you know to find you know and some people obviously sometimes find that one that one go-to person you know a lot of people have that one go-to person Uh, a lot of people tend to go to you know uh, counseling um you know some people write things down You know, they write all their thoughts down and then they reflect on that maybe a couple of weeks later and they say, okay, well, I've, this problem is solved. This problem is solved. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's, it all depends how you, but there's, I think it's very, um, there should be no shame about expressing your feelings out to, you know, whoever you think that maybe, you know, that, that could help.
1: I, I agree completely. You mentioned about self-belief and how important that is, and, and you talked about your move to not only the States but to India. That's a real brave move, especially, you know, going through personal challenges and those kind of things that you might have been facing at that time. But you mentioned about self-belief and how important that is. And the thing with self-belief is self-belief doesn't mean that you don't have doubts and fears. It just means that you believe and you focus on the opportunities rather than the negativities. Because I think sometimes get people get self-belief wrong. They feel like, I don't have self-belief because I've got all these doubts and fears. Whereas actually, even if you do have self-belief, it doesn't mean you don't have doubts and fears anymore. It just means that you find a way to move forward. I think that's a, a very important difference between the mindset of of having self-belief. It's not that you don't yeah. have doubts anymore, because I think people often criticize themselves thinking, I don't have self-belief or I'm, I'm not self-confident because I doubt myself too much, but everybody has doubts.
0: Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think, you know, um, believing in yourself, like you said, doesn't mean that you are, you know, nothing Nothing can harm you or nothing will get you down. It's a switch, isn't it? It's kind of like the minute you start to feel that, you turn that switch on and you kind of think, nope, I'm not going to let that get to me. You know, I, I know I can do this, you know, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's it's just, you know, for me, it's always been that, you know, um, where even sometimes I reflect on what I've done and I kind of say to myself, look, this is, look at what you've achieved. So don't worry, don't sweat it, you know. Um, and I think it's that kind of thing where you just, you know, you have to, and there's been times when I really don't believe, like even though I'm so like, I am very positive, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this or I'm, I don't know what to do. And something or someone will come into my life at that point precise moment or in that day or in that week that will show me that actually I can, you know, um, and, uh, and I have and I will, you know, and I think it's one of those things and, you know, I'm very much a believer in signs and, you know, I always look out for signs and, you know, dreams is something which is very important. Like, you know, when you're going through things, you tend to dream about things that are so vivid and so crazy that that's really showing you what you're, for me, that's showing you that's giving you insight of your brain. Like, look at your brain; it's it's haywire. Do you know what I mean when you when you when you wake up from a peaceful dream, you know you're everything's kind of okay, running smoothly. So, every everything has to be aligned, you know. And it's um, it's it's that kind of thing where you know you, um, and you know I everyone, I I think and I I believe actually everyone has doubts. You know, I don't think there's I well I haven't met anyone who's 100% confidence in everything they do. You know, um everyone will have a doubt about things. But like I said, you know, everyone has that self-belief switch. They just switch it on and, you know, um it just, and everyone has that. You've just got to make sure you find that in yourself. You know, you've got, you've, whatever you've achieved in life, even if from the littlest to the biggest thing, whatever you, you know, you always have to remember the things you've achieved because that's the thing that's always going to bring that, you know, and when you're, when you do feel positive, everything around you kind of seems better anyway, you know. Um, and sometimes, you know, I've, I've come into the studio where I've been feeling kind of low, but I'll put on some music and it'll kind of make me, my mood will change or something will happen and it'll kind of, my day will take a different turn, you know. Um, so it's important.
1: It's about setting, like you say, you know, li- listening to a piece of music. This is why music is so, so powerful. It can change your mood. And there'll be moments where you you're having a down day, you're having doubts, you're having fears. But like you say, those switches are so important. That switch might be a good piece of music. That switch might be eating a good meal. That switch might be playing with your dog or seeing a family member or something like that. But you have to find these little switches in your life that get you back to where you need to be. Cause they're there, but it's like, you know, tr- it's like training for that moment. You have to find those switches and, and turn them on.
0: Of course. And that's what it's, that's what it's about. You know, it's, it's you've hit that nail on the head. It's, um, you know, you, you've got to be, you've got to turn those switches on that give you that, that light, that positivity, you know? Um, it, and you know and there's no harm actually in thinking about the bad times in your life i think it's for me it's very very important that i just don't focus on the amazing times i've had like i look at you know some of the things that maybe i could have done differently or i didn't do differently or you know um you know i i think i do actually tend to kind of look at the past a lot which is something i'm trying to improve on which is not because there's the past but i see it as a learning thing and i even the things that haven't gone you know right, whether it's relationships, you know, um, I still, by thinking of them, I still always end up smiling because I think, okay, that was, there were some really cool bits in my life at that point, you know, what I was going through. Um, so I, you know, and, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's important to always reflect on your good and your bad and see, and see how you got through your bad points in your bad times or times when you're feeling kind of low or what did you do? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's important to have that. And then obviously just move forward. You know, I am very much a person who really lives for the moment as well. Like I, you know, I, as much as I planned, I do plan for the future and stuff, but I'm very, I'm like, you know, you've you only will feel this feeling you feel once. Because tomorrow you'll feel something. You'll never feel the same feeling again. You know, it's such a weird thing. Every day, every single day of your life is different. You know, even if you try and make it Groundhog Day, there'll be something that's going to be a little bit different. So every day is very unique to the next or the one previous, you know. So you've just got to kind of, you've just got to make it, you know. I go through times where I have literally you know i'm just like okay we're going to do this today and let's do this and you know i'm just in a really crazy mood and i love that and that's part of my personality where sometimes i'm just like okay it's silent i'm just not even doing anything i'm playing a game or i'm playing chess or i'm doing something which is completely opposite to what i was doing yesterday
1: right you know right. it's about that balance isn't it and and you mentioned about uh signs and dreams and those kind of things and you you strike me as you know a deep thinker but also a very spiritual kind of person because i follow your instagram obviously and you know i see sometimes you put up like if it's 1111 you'll you'll put that up as a screenshot yeah. or you'll put um you know you'll put like some prayers or something like that up and mm-hmm. how how important is that kind of spiritual side not necessarily like i don't want to get into religion because that's a you know everyone's got their own way of believing and that's absolutely right but would you describe yourself as a spiritual kind of person?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something that, you know, I, as, as being, you know, Indian, uh, you know, Sikh, it's something which, you know, I've, I've, I followed the Sikh faith really, you know, I love everything about being a Sikh and, you know, the morals that go with it, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, all my friends come from different, especially growing up in Harrow, you know, I had such a, multicultural uh, you know bunch of friends you know um, whether it was Gujarati or Muslim or whoever it was you know my friends were so you know so I had all these different faiths kind of being you know uh, I was being open to and I was like this is great so I've always you know Sunday is something which I've religiously and I wouldn't say as religion, but as religiously, I don't work. You know, I always post a picture up of Guru Nanak on Sundays because that for me is a day of peace. It's a day where I really look forward to Sundays. I look forward to first finding the picture of him or what what I want to say, what picture I want to put, because, you know, it's something which for me, it just really brings out a lot of peace in me. You know, my Sundays are very, very sacred. Like, you know, I I take, like, I, I just enjoy just, doing nothing and just being very calm and peaceful. Don't do any work calls. Don't try and do any work at all. And it's it's funny, like, I think once I missed a Sunday or twice and I started to get so many messages, like, we waited for your picture, or, you know, If and I just, you know, and, you know, a few interviews I've done in, a, in the last couple of years are people like, we love your Sunday posts. You know, I get that regularly. And it's so weird how, you know, people... How I, something just as small as that can really kind of touch someone in a way where, you know, I might get a message, you know, and I do get messages, people say, I really needed that, you know, or thanks for post I really need, you know, and you don't know what your, how you, it can affect other people. But for me, it's because it's done with so much, it's so pure, you know, and with so much love, um, I just look, it's very important for me because I do believe, you know, I do talk to God. I do talk to Guru Nanak. I do kind of say, look, you know, what should I do? Or when things go right, I say, thank you. You know, it's just a little thing I have Guru Nanak's pictures all around my house. And it's, it's a great thing because, you know, I have that faith that everything will be, everything will work out. And, you know, um, even when bad things happen in life, people, people like, how can there be a God, you know? But my, my take on it is like, it's, that's, that's just life, you know, but you, um, I've always been a a believer of, you have to kind of believe in the, if you believe in someone, believe in that person. And that's for me has always been that.
1: That's, that's so beautiful. Honestly, that's such a beautiful message. I want to kind of just touch on one thing with you. And that is your career, like you said about the, the Sunday Post, your whole musical career has t- touched a lot of people's lives. For me personally, I grew up listening to your music and you, and we, I know we had this conversation previously, but you influenced a whole generation and you made it cool to be Indian at a time where we were kind of a little bit lost in the shadows. Your music with Joggy DJ, Sean, what you put out there and the way you put it out there you really raised the community. It wasn't about the music. It was about so much more than that. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that because that helped take my life in a different direction to feel more accepted. Did you know you were doing that back then? Is that the the goal for you? Because you mentioned mentioned previously to me in in another conversation that you wanted to make sure that Indians, especially British Asians, knew that they can do anything that they want to do. Was that Mm. the idea of it kind of going in?
0: Yeah, I think you know. I think firstly, in when you're at that time, we, you know, I was doing what I really wanted to do was just create this kind of music, you know, without without um, being told what to do or without kind of saying, you know, yeah, you can do Indian music or fusion music, but just add a tabla or sitar you'll be fine. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that, you know. And because I because I was seeing what was going on around me and seeing like our community were literally like pushing down the fence, you know, when it whether it was um we just wanted to be heard, you know, like there's there was so much more to us than a Dublin sitar and a curry. You know, there's so much more. To, do you know what I mean? There's so much more to us, and and every everyone in every industry was breaking down that barrier. Whether it was goodness gracious me, or you know, other people that were actors and actresses and musicians, we were just kind of like, okay, we're gonna do what we want to do. And I think when we started, when I started to see that, you know, what it's actually, it's people are they're really kind of they've responded and they're like, yes, this is this is what we've been. This is us. These guys represent us. Then I went full swing on it. I was like, okay, that's it now. We're going to, we're not doing this just for us. We're doing this for the community. You know, like when, when, when our record company Virgin were like, you got to do a, a store signing. I was, you know, I remember all three of us were like, we need to do it in Southall. We need to do it in in Southall because that's where our community, you know, that's where we want to do it. You know, we want to do it in Hounslow. We want to do it. We want to go to all the HMVs in Leicester and Birmingham and you know, and places like that. And uh, we were like, this is what we want to do. And then eventually, we ended up, like I said, in in the in central London, in the big clubs that we probably wouldn't have got into a year before that or two years before that, doing our own shows. You know, hosting our own parties, where promoters then suddenly started to have nights, and you know, and we took over, and it was a great. And then you top of the pops, and so many things started to happen, and you know, it was a movement. And it, you know, it was not just us; it was everyone was kind of fighting for this British Asian thing. Like, we can do what anyone else can do. We just need to be heard or watched. You know, um, and once those the floodgates were open, you know, that's it. it they, and they've been open ever since. Like there's no, there's no stopping now, you know, there's no stopping. It's, it is, you know, I do feel it's, it is a lot harder in a sense where, um, you know, some people may be scared of kind of like, okay, I want to, I want to do music, but I don't want to do Punjabi music or Hindi music. I want to do straight up English music. What do I do? But then you're just fighting with the other, you know, you're, you're in, you're in this pond now. So you, you've got to do what you got to do. My thing was always about that. I'm going to have my sound. My sound is going to have my culture and that's it. You know, um, even though I can, I can, you know, I'm a pianist. I can, I can produce and play straight up just pop or music, which, you know, will just sit with any other kind of music. I'm like, no, I'm going to make sure that I have, because people saying, why do you always have to add, you know, um, you know, Indian, some sort I'm like, that's my sound. And I'll never stop doing that. You know, and I love the fact that I can do it skillfully. You know, like I know what I'm doing when I need to add, you know, Indian alaps with an R&B song, or I know how to mix and uh, and you know make that work, and that's something which I'm so proud of. So, yeah, I think it was a a case of I started off doing what I believed in, and then I really kind of uh, realized that we're actually doing this f- with the community and yeah. for the community.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, it's been a it's been a beautiful journey, and it continues to be an amazing journey because the new stuff you're releasing is incredible in its own right and it just shows your evolution as an artist as a producer as a creative and it's it's amazing because you hear the new song and you're like it's different to the stuff you've done but it's like i know that's richie Rich. you just know it yeah. when you hear it but yeah. it's so different at the same time
0: yeah yeah and that's something which comes you know it's like your music matures you know it's kind of got your music matures but it still has that underlining kind of uh warmth of my my sound will always i don't think i've done a record where people like oh we didn't know that was you you know but you know but it sounds so fresh and i'm like but we knew that there was that's definitely you you know um and i don't know what it is that's something which will always you know it's like a painter a painter will always paint something but they'll always people who really follow that painting will know that that's that painter You know, even if they've painted a completely different landscape to something they painted before, what they're known for. So, yeah, that's the evolution of growth and being mature. And, you know, as well as moving with the times, Um, but holding on to your own identity as well, you know. Like, I believe when you still hear, when you hear Dr. Dre beat, you know it's Dre. When you hear Pharrell, when you hear Timberland, you know, there's so many other producers in the world. There's thousands of producers who've had probably, like, Billboard number ones and stuff. But, you know, for me, the iconic producers are the producers you know you can hear from the first beat, you know. And that's the kind of producer I've always wanted to be. You know, like, I've always wanted to be that producer that you play my music, people are like, yep, yeah, we know it's him. You know, and that takes, that's taken years of building, you know, building that, that sound and believing, going back to believe, believing in your sound. You know, I remember walking into record companies before Jay and Juggy when I was with Veronica doing R&B and we were doing in Asian R&B and people like, record companies like, no, we don't get it. It's not your vibe. You, maybe you need to listen to what's going on in, you know, on, on the charts and maybe produce music like that. I'm like, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm, you know, what I'm, this is, I believe in this urban this asian r&b sound that i love because it's taking all my cultures or everything that i love and i thought myself you know i'd like nope i'm gonna keep on going keep on going keep on going because one day it's gonna kind of like it's gonna it's gonna break down that barrier and it took you know something like a dance with you to kind of come through and people are like okay we get it now we get why you 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 were doing this because this is and there's no difference to what i was doing with Dance With You than what I was doing when I was in Too Cool and and working with Don and, for, you know, the music has always been the same.
1: It's a great lesson for life. Again, the whole principle of this podcast is to take those lessons from the music industry, from artists, and put them into real life. And the lesson here is not everybody's going to believe in what you believe in, and that's fine. Not everybody's going to see what you see, but if it means something to you, you have to pursue it. That's the lesson here, isn't it? Out of all of this stuff is you've got to keep going forward if it's something that you truly believe in whether someone believes it or not
0: yeah of course i think that's that's such a big thing you know you you just anything you put your mind to or anything you're doing whether it's a new business whether it's a new company whether it's a new you know whatever it is anything that you personally believe in do not stop believing in it because the reason why you're doing it is because you believe in it you know you know, and that's why you started. Always remember why you started what you started. You know, that's very important. And go back to that trail of thought, you know, to remind yourself that actually, no, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to do this now, you know, um, and that's something where, you know, I've always, I've always looked back on the days when I was in Perryville, you know, in my studio and those days when I was just working, working and nothing was happening and, you know, literally it was just working and I had music just sitting on my computer but i i i didn't give up i just kept on experimenting with music and beats and putting things together because you know at that time i didn't know what i was doing but it was that belief in like i know i believe in what i'm doing but i just don't know where or how or what how it's going to get to the people you know um and even up to today i still do that you know it's so weird i i work on music every you know every day when when i'm in that vibe and it sits on my computer you know, and years later or months later, an artist might walk in and go, I love that beat. And like, I did that two years ago. You know, I did that four years ago. And that's such a common thing that happens in my life. It's, it's you know, things recently you have got picked up for, whether it's a Google advert or a new Netflix series I'm doing. And, you know, I'm using music from things that I composed six, seven years ago. And to, to, the, to the person's ear who's hearing it, they're like, this sounds so fresh. And I'm inside going, I'm laughing. I'm like, I did this like four, six, you know, four five years ago, you know? And that's because I believed, you know, I really kind of, when I did it, I was like, I know this will come in useful at some point, you know, uh, I just don't know when, but I'd love what I've done. You know, it just, it just, it needs its own time, you know? It's that's
1: amazing because you're doing it with love, with passion with uh, with care and it eventually does pay off. It might not be straight away. It might might be two years down the line, five years down the line, but because you put the right ingredients in at the start, it stands a test of time because the passion and the love and the care for what you do is there to see. If there was one message that you wanted to get across to the listeners, if there's one piece of mindset advice that you would want to give or you want people to hear, what would that be for you?
0: Um. I think the greatest message I think I can say, or I've learned actually through people, through time is, um, is never let any, anyone or any, anything get you down. You know, never let anyone change you. You know, um, never let anyone say to you that you can't do this, or this is not possible. I just don't believe in that. You know, I really don't. I'm, I'm, you know, I've come across people that that said this won't work, or you know what you're doing won't work. I'm like, I don't. I'm sorry, but I don't believe in you. Like, I need to see that for myself. You know, I need to experience that for myself. And um, the greatest journey that I've been through is experiencing things which I have proved to myself that work, and also proved to myself that don't work. But I've been through them myself. You know, I've single-handedly kind of experienced my own uh ups and downs in terms of music uh because I just didn't stop I didn't stop and say actually no I'm not going to I I I constantly you know and I've I've I have I have that thing with me that I just I don't I I I never let anyone kind of dictate what I should be doing or not because it's my life it's my career you know if I'm not harming anyone if I'm not doing any bad then I should be allowed to make that mistake myself you know and that's something which I think, you know, is such a big thing for me because you gain so much knowledge, you know, you gain so much knowledge, you 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 gain how to succeed or, you know, you learn about failure. Um, so yeah, don't let anyone tell you any different, believe in and follow your gut. Very important, follow your gut. Yes, be business savvy as well. But ultimately, when you're creative, you need to follow your gut. You need to, whatever you're feeling, you need to just go with it. Or you know, and that's something for me, which has always been within within me.
1: Amazing piece of advice. Rishi, I really want to thank you for your time today. I also want to thank you for being the pioneer that you are and sh- shining a light on the community and bringing us to a level that we're currently at. You've You've had a massive hand to play in that. Your advice and your words today have been inspirational. Thank you
0: so much for your time today. Thank you so much. And I hope, you know, people can take things from what I've said, you know, and, and the thing is that I'm still going, I'm still learning, which is so, you know, and I openly admit that to myself, you know, I wake up learning some, you know, so many new things. I watch tutorials on, you know, I use a computer called, a computer program for music called Studio One, and I've been using it for years. You know, I was using Cubase, I know people use Logic, whatever. I watch tutorials every day, like one or two tutorials about, okay, you know, new features on, you know, I, I love learning. So I'm, you know, I'm always kind of looking to grow as a person as things, you know, and I love that. And, um, so yeah, I'm just going to keep on flying the flag wherever I am, you know, um, for our culture, you know, um, and, you know, and, um, and I just hope everyone just, yeah, just don't stop believing. Just keep, you know, keep, keep hustling, keep believing and enjoy the process. Enjoy that journey as well. Amazing words. Thank you so much, Rishi. Thank you.